Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Regardless of your position on podcasting's discoverability problem, you probably wouldn't mind it if it were easier for potential listeners to find your podcast, right? Me either. But would that come at a cost? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Is there a downside to solving podcasting's discoverability problem? As podcasting consumption continues to rise, will there be negative consequences felt? And is that something serious podcasters like you should be concerned about, or at least be mindful of? Starting well before the Cambridge Analytica scandal, a slew of studies and reports investigated the detrimental side effects social media platforms, in fact, all of social media, has on our lives. And if not our lives specifically, then the lives of hardcore social media users. And while not everyone agrees on the severity of the problem, very few people doubt that, yes, in fact, these platforms are engineered in ways that really aren't the best for our mental health. And if not your mental health, then the mental health of others who are, for whatever reason, more susceptible. Now, so far, podcasting has escaped all of that. And I mean podcasting overall. Individual podcasts and podcasters and the people who fund those podcasters, and not so much. They've come under fire. But complaints about these podcasting personalities largely tend to focus around, look, I'm just going to speak, speak plainly here, uh, podcasters who act like assholes. <laughs> really, that's what it boils down to. They get dinged for being abusive. They get dinged for intentionally spreading misinformation. You know, rightly so, by the way. And it's rare, however, that that gets directly tied back to the mental state of listeners overall, certainly those who are the focus of the, of the abuse, clearly. But I don't think I've seen a study that looks at the correlation of mental health to hours spent consuming podcasts. I just haven't seen that. Maybe it exists. But that doesn't mean that podcasting is safe from that. And I'll tell you what I mean right after this. This episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout helps you launch a successful podcast with powerful tools, in-depth podcasting guides, and remarkable support. Learn why Buzzsprout is trusted by over 100,000 podcasters at buzzsprout.com. Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. 
My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to podcastpontifications.com. And thanks again. The thing I think that podcasts are protected by, overall, from having this negative impact on our quality of life, I think it's the intentionality required to listen to podcasts. Like it takes work to find a podcast to listen to. There isn't a stream of podcast content that's being pushed at listeners whenever they're listening. There isn't really a master algorithm that's deciding who sees what content, right? And it's not been this algorithm will be programmed by people who are there to, you know, keep us listening. That, that just, we don't have that. There isn't a financial incentive to get someone to get all their information and their entertainment from podcasting. Yet. But imagine if we solved podcasting's so-called discoverability problem. Instead of having to figure out what people wanted to listen to in a haphazard, unstructured way that lets word of mouth reign supreme, imagine a podcast app that knows your listening habits so well that several excellent, high-quality recommendations on what you should listen to next were available when you stopped listening to an episode. Great, right? What if your inbox or your listening queue were intelligent, pushing to the top the most important things for you to listen to from your queue right now, keeping in reserve those things that were less critical? That would be helpful. Or would it? And what if your listening app was so tuned into you and what you like that it really became the primary tool that you use to consume not just podcasts, but also audio and, sure, why not other video content from a variety of sources? Sounds great. Or not. You see, that's the future, that post-discoverability problem, (laughs) the world of a post-discoverability problem for podcasting. That's the world a lot of them see and are actively working towards, if not lobbying for all podcasting to go in that direction. That's a future where podcasters could, in fact, be lumped in with other anxiety-inducing and mental health-damaging services that are currently under fire. Let me be clear about this. I don't, I don't think the world I just laid out is going to come to pass. Just like I don't think that podcasting really has a discoverability issue, at least not the way people talk about it. But not that I think everything is rosy and perfect in there. Yes, I do think, by and large, that podcast listening apps have a long ways to go in improving in-app discoverability. My hope is that when they do solve it, it's solved in a way that doesn't make us worse for the wear. And on that markedly unhappy note, sorry about that, I shall be back on Monday with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers! Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Ali Press. 
Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.